going to read you a book by Lewis Carroll. It's called Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. First chapter is called Down the Rabbit Hole. Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank and having nothing to do. Once or twice she had deep into the book her sister was reading, but it had no pictures or conversations in it. And it was, what, and what is the use of a book, Alice thought, without pictures or conversation? So she was considering in her own mind, so well she could, for the hot day made her feel very sleepy and stupid. Whether the pleasure of making a daisy chain would be worth the trouble of getting up and picking the daisies when suddenly a white rabbit with pink eyes ran close by her. There was nothing so very remarkable in that, nor did Alice think it, it so very much out of the way to hear the rabbit say to itself, Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be too late when she forgot, when she thought it overwards, afterwards. Over afterwards, it occurred to her that she ought to have wondered at this. But at the time, it all seemed quite natural. But when the rabbit actually actually took a watch out of his waistcoat pocket and looked at it and then hurried on. Alice stared at her feet for it flashed across her mind that she had never ever seen a rabbit with either a waistcoat pocket or a watch to take out of it. And burning with curiosity, she ran across the field after it. The, unfortunately, was just in time to see it pop down a large rabbit hole under the hedge. In another moment, Alice, Donna Alice, after never once considering how in the world she was gonna get out again. The rabbit hole went straight on like tunnel for some way and then dipped suddenly down. So suddenly the Alice had had a moment to think about stopping herself before she found herself falling down very deep well. Either the well was very deep or she fell very slowly. For she had plenty of time to think as she went down to look about her and to wonder what was going to happen next. First, she tried to look down and make out what she was coming to, but it was so dark to see anything that she looked at the sides of well and noticed that they were filled with cupboards and bookshelves. Here and there she saw maps and pictures hung upon pegs. She took down a drawer from one of the shelves and passed. As she passed it was labeled orange marmalade but to her great disappointment it was empty. She did not like to drop the jar of fear of killing 
somebody. So I managed to put it back on one of the cupboards as she fell past it. Well, thought Alice to herself, after such a fall as this, I shall think nothing of tumbling down the stairs. How brave they'll all think of me at home. Why wouldn't I say anything about it? Ever if I fell off the top of the house, which was very likely true, down, 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 she would fall and never come to an end. I wonder how many miles I've fallen by this time, she said aloud. I must be getting somewhere near the center of the earth. Let me see, that would be 4,000 miles down. I think for you, see, Alice had learned several of these things, of these sort of things in her lessons in the schoolroom. And though this was not a very good opportunity for showing off her knowledge, as there was no one to listen to her. Still, it was a good practice to say it over. Yes, that's about the right distance, but then I wonder what latitude or longitude I've got to. Alice had no idea what latitude was or longitude either, but thought they were nice grand words to say. Presently, she began again. I wonder if I shall fit right through the earth. How funny it all seemed to come out among the people that walk with their heads downwards. That anti-pats, I, I think. She was rather glad there was no one listening. This time, as it didn't sound at all the right word. But I shall have to ask them the name of the country, as you know. Please, ma'am, in this New Zealand, is this New Zealand or Australia? Then she, and then she tried to curtsy as she spoke. Fancy curtsying as you're falling through the air. Do you think you can manage it? And then what an ignorant little girl show thank me for asking. No, it'll never do to ask. Perhaps I shall see it written up somewhere. Down, down, down. There's nothing else to do. Alice soon began talking again. Diana, oh, miss me very much tonight, I should think. Diana was the cat. I hope they'll remember Sasser of the look at tea time. Diana, my dear, I wish you were done here wish with me. There, no nice in the air, I'm afraid. But you might catch a bat, and that's very like a mouse, you know. But do we cat do? But you catch eat bats, I wonder. And here, Alice began to get rather sleepy. Went sitting to herself in a dreamy sort of way. Do cats eat bats? Do cats eat bats? And sometimes do bats eat cats? 
Well, you see, she couldn't answer the question. It didn't much matter which way she put it. She felt she was losing math and just began to dream and was walking hand in hand with Diana and saying to her very earnestly, now Diana, tell me the truth. Did you ever eat a bat? And one time they thump, thump, thump down, she came upon a heap of sticks and dry leaves and the fall was open. It was not a bit hurt. She jumped up on her face. Uh, jumped up to her feet in a moment. She looked up on her feet. Uh, she looked up, but it was all dark overhead. Before was another long passage. The white rabbit was still in, in sight. Hurling down it, there was not a moment to be lost. Away went Alice with the wind and was just in time to hear it say, Hear it say as it turned the corner. Oh, my ears and whiskers, how late it's getting. She was close behind it when she turned the corner. But the rabbit was no longer to be seen. She found herself in a long, low hall, which was lit up by a row of lamps hanging from the wind. There were doors all around the hall, but they, was, they were all locked. And when Alice had been all the way down one side and up the other, trying every door, she walked sadly down the middle, wondering how she would, how she, how she was ever going to get out again. Suddenly, she came up upon a three-legged table, all made of solid glass. There was nothing on it except a tiny golden key. And Alice's first thought was. What was that? The was Alice's first thought was was that it might be belong to one of the, the doors of the hall. But alas, either locks were too large or the key was so small. But at any rate, it would not open any of them. However, the second time around, she came upon. The curtain she had not noticed before, and behind it was a little door about 15 inches high. She tried to, she tried the little wooden key in the wall, and to her great delight it fitted. Alice opened the door and found it was led into a small passage, not much larger, larger than a rat hole. She knelt down and looked along the passage into the loveliest garden you ever saw. How she longed to get out of that dark hall. She wandered about among the beds of bright flowers and those cool mountains. But she could not even get her head through the doorway. And even if my that would go through that poor Alice. It would be very little use without my shoulders. Oh, how I wish I could shut up like a telescope. I think 
I could if I only knew how to begin. For you see, so many out-of-the-way things had happened to me that I was beginning to think very, very few things were really impossible. There seemed to be no use in waiting by the little door, so she went back to the table, half hoping she might find another can or any read a book of rules for shutting up people like telescopes. This time, she found a little bottle on it, which certainly was not there before, said Alice. And around the neck of the bottle was a paper label with the words, Drink Me, beautifully printed on the, in large letters. It was all very well to say, Drink Me, but the wise Alice was not going to do that in a hurry. No. I'll first look, she said, and see whether it's marked poison or not. For she had read several nice little histories about children who got burnt, eaten up by wild beasts and other unpleasant things because they would not remember the simple rules her friends had taught them, such as that red-hot poker will burn you if it's held too long, and that if you cut your finger very deeply by a knife, it usually bleeds. And she had never forgotten that if you drink, mu- drink much from a bottle marked poison, it is almost certain to disagree with you sooner or later. However, this bottle was not marked poison, so Alice ventured to taste it, finding it very nice. In fact, it had a sort of mixed flavor of cherry tart, custard, pineapple, roasted roast turkey, toffee, and hot burnt toast. She very soon finished it up with a curious feeling Alice said, I must be shutting up like a telescope. And so it was indeed. She was now only 10 inches high, and her face brightened up, and at the thought that she was now the right size for the, for going through the little door into that lovely garden. First, however, she waited a few minutes to see if she was going to shrink any further. She felt a little nervous, nervous about this, for it might end. You, you know, Alice said to herself, in my going out altogether like a candle, I wonder what would I be like that? And she tried to fancy what the flame of a candle is like after the candle is blown out. For she could not remember ever seeing such a thing. After a while, finding that nothing more happened, she decided on going into the garden at once. But alas, for poor Alice, when she got to the door, she found she had forgotten the little golden key. And when she went back to the table for it, she found she could not possibly reach it. 
She could see it quite plainly through the glass and tried her best to climb up one of the legs of the table, but it was too slippery. And when she had tried, tired herself out with trying, the poor little girl sat down and cried. Calm, there's no use in crying like that, Ella said to herself rather sharply. I advise you to leave this moment. She generally gave herself very good advice, though she very seldom followed it. And sometimes she scolded to herself so severely as to bring tears to her eyes. And once she remembered trying to box her own tears for having cheated herself in a game of cruel quiet, she was playing against herself for this curious, curious child was very fond of pretending to be two people. But it's no use now, that poor Alice. To pretend to be two people where there's hardly enough of me left to make the one respectable person. She and her, her eye fell on a glass box, on a little glass box that was laying under the table. She opened it and found a a very small cake on which the words eat me were beautifully linked on the curtains. Well, I'll eat it, said Alice, and if it makes me grow larger, I can reach the key. And if it makes me go smaller, I can creep under the door. So either way, I'll get into the garden and I don't care what happens. She ate a little bit and said anxiously to herself, which way, which way, holding her hand on the top of the, on the top of her head to feel which way it was growing. She was quite surprised to find she had remained to the same size. To be sure, this generally happens when one eats cake. But Alice had got so much of the way into the way of expecting nothing but out of the way things to happen. That seemed quite dull and stupid for life to go on in the common way. So she set off to work and very soon finished off the cake. Listen to my next episode for chapter two.